I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. I'm joined today by Scott Williams, Vice President, Head of Global Patient Advocacy and Strategic Partners at EMD Serona, and also one of the founders of a very interesting organization called Embracing Carers, which I want to spend some time talking with Scott about today. Scott, thank you for joining us. Gary, it's a pleasure to be with you today, and thanks again for having me. Give me the extended elevator speech of what Embracing Caregivers is. Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Embracing Carers is really a global advocacy movement aimed at doing several things. And really, I'll I'll mention three or four here today with you. You The first being really increasing the awareness of the challenges that are faced by unpaid family caregivers, um, whether through a variety of different channels. Uh, Secondarily, it's really encouraging caregivers to practice better self-care for themselves, whether it's um, you know, eating well, whether it's uh, taking the time to rest, whether it's keeping their, their social networks uh, active or maybe even seeking out a caregiver support group for themselves. Uh, thirdly, it's about you know, helping workplaces provide you know, better solutions uh, for caregiving employees um, and really being able to give them the tools, the support, and the resources so that they can not only be effective employees, but also be effective in their personal lives as well in the very important role uh, as a caregiver that they play. And then lastly, it's really about advocating and advocating for better caregiver involvement. Um, that could be in the clinical trial process, that could be um, in the overall healthcare ecosystem, uh, but also it's advocating for, for better support. And that's you know better support within healthcare systems, uh, but also better support uh, through healthcare policies as well. So I, I'm sure that sounds like a very robust mission, but those are really the four key pillars of embracing carers. I know we're saying caregivers, and I know it's called embracing carers, and we have a lot of international readers and visitors on caregiver.com. So I wanted to clarify carers as opposed to caregivers. It's the same thing. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, it's such an important point is uh, just a level set on the fact that we're, we're definitely speaking of the same. Uh, when it's carers, caregivers, unpaid family caregivers, uh, we mean the same. <laughs> so let's jump into one of your ongoing campaigns, which I think is incredibly smart, and it's called Time Counts. You know, from, from our perspective, and, and as we you know, as a part of Embracing Carers, we, we work with so many fabulous caregiver organizations uh, around the world. And as we really work together to understand unmet needs and challenges and just the realities of, of being a caregiver, the first and foremost thing that we continued to hear was that when you're a caregiver, every minute counts. Our goal with Time Counts was really to specifically aim to raise one million minutes of time that would be volunteered by people around the world to help the caregivers in their lives. And there was really several, you know, priorities and and goals and reasons why why we wanted to take this on with the Time Counts campaign. And first and foremost, it was a recognition that, you know, caregivers truly never have enough time. 
And that's not only for themselves, but also for their loved ones. Through this campaign, our hope is, is that we can really help them find time to recharge. And recognizing that that recharge is so crucial and critical to their overall health and well-being. And we, we thought that through the awareness and education effort that would come as a part of Time Counts, that if caregivers were having trouble asking for help, and, you know, for me as a, a caregiver myself, uh, for my mom who suffers from multiple chronic conditions, I, I can tell you first and foremost, Gary, that I'm one of the most guilty when it comes to this is I'm, I really don't do a good job asking for help. And I know that there's another, a number of reasons behind that, but, you know, our, our goal was that if they rarely have time for self-care, our, our hope is that by speaking up together through an initiative like Time Counts, you know, we could really make everyone aware of the challenges that are faced by caregivers in their lives and that essentially we could really encourage those like us or those that maybe haven't gotten connected to the caregiver movement yet to volunteer some of their time to also help out the caregivers or loved ones in their lives that they know that are really performing this critical role. So it, it's just been so encouraging to see that as, as the campaign has just recently kicked off in the past weeks, the response has been really phenomenal. And people all around the world are really stepping up uh, to, to be able to lend their support and that volunteering time to help a caregiver. So um, it, it's really, uh, really touching, really moving, and the amount of stories being shared um, has really just been so impactful so far. You know, and, and it it dovetails one of our programs that we've been um, sharing with family caregivers for many years. We call reverse gift list. In other words, oh, yeah. like you're saying, we, we as caregivers don't know how to reach out. We feel guilty about reaching out. We don't want anybody to see what we're going through, our loved ones going through. We figure, you know, we can just do it on our own, the martyr syndrome. And also, I always think of it as the frog in the cold pot of water. You know, you don't realize as the heat's turning up, that you're in trouble. And I think it takes an outsider or some a friend, family member, who's not directly involved with the caregiving to be able to say, I'm stepping in, I'm going to help. So the reverse gift list is where we train caregivers how to ask for the specific bite-sized, easy, manageable tasks that they uh, need and then make the call. On the other side of that is people who have been trained through time counts to be able to know, ready to donate time and services. Absolutely right. And I'm so impressed with it, the effort that you've undertaken. And to your point, I feel like it beautifully connects to the the spirit and the mission of time counts and embracing carers. And uh, yeah, really well said. Tell me how it activates, how, how it actually works. You have uh, estimated 50,000 minutes so far, which is amazing. But if I'm interested in supporting a caregiver, is it a specific job or task? Is it a specific caregiver? And if I'm a caregiver, how do I access these minutes? Yeah, great. Really, how folks can activate is, you know, by visiting embracingcarers.com, this is really the place where those who want to support and volunteer their time can pledge it specifically and really help us uh, as a community working together to really reach that goal of 1 million minutes uh, this year. To take it a step further, they can also post their pledge on social media, uh, letting you know us and Embracing Carers know uh, what they're specifically doing with their pledge of time, and really specifically by using the hashtag uh, time counts. 
Uh, and, you know, oftentimes, you know, we'll get the, the question, Gary, you know, what, what can I specifically do? There, you know, I have so many ideas or so many things that I could do. What are some specific examples? There, there really is an endless list, uh, but maybe just a few specifics. You know, you could help with meal prep uh, for a week. You could uh, help with running errands. Uh, you can maybe help that caregiver with some of the transportation um, that they may need to go to the pharmacy or make a family visit or, you know, go to the doctor. They could help with um, some of the day-to-day -day realities of life, like childcare or pet care or assisting with overall family-related tasks. Um, you could also, you know, help around the house with some of the cleaning activity or laundry. So just really giving the caregiver in your life uh, that you know uh, a chance to really, you know, talk about their experience or, you know, listen uh, to, to some of the things that are, you know, on their mind and, you know, kind of supporting what we were saying a little bit earlier, Gary, you know, knowing that caregiving, you know, may not be the easiest topic for, for those of us in that role to talk about, um, you know, sometimes those emotions get bottled up. Having a chance to speak about it with someone and just having a listening ear goes such a long way. So those are just a few of the examples of, you know, how if, if folks are really interested in joining the movement and, you know, taking a step together with us to, you know, pledge uh, their, their time, uh, EmbracingCares.com is really that great place to do it specifically. And then they can really work with us to amplify the message on social media through uh, hashtag time counts. This, this is really a, a globalization of the concept of, of being able to support someone you care about with bite-sized, easy, manageable tasks. No one's asking you to take over caring for mom, and no one's asking you to make medical decisions. But it wouldn't be bad if you, when you go to the grocery store, maybe come by and see if I have a few things, and I'll give you money and have a little list, go to the cleaner's. Maybe you come by and cook for us, as you're saying. Maybe you have a uh, a nephew who lives two counties over, is good with cars, can change the oil, or maybe someone can mow the lawn. And this concept is so smart because I've never heard anyone who's been asked for these bite-sized, easy, manageable tasks say no. I haven't heard the people who are offering the time counts minutes be anything but grateful to be able to help. It's, it's, so, it's so good to hear you say that. And honestly, we, we've heard exactly the same. And, you know, some of the response that we've seen on uh, the social media channels and such that I, I was mentioning, you know, really uh, support exactly what you just said, Gary. And many of them were also excited to know that Sean Hayes uh, had also kind of joined the, the Time Counts and Embracing Carers uh, movement. And Many of you probably know of Sean Hayes, who played the plays the character Jack on Will and Grace. You know, Sean took the time to really help raise awareness of time counts as well, uh, working hand in hand uh, with Embracing Cares. And Sean's mom, Mary, was uh, diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease several years ago, so he and his family has you know spent many years caring for her uh, until she she passed away last year in in 2018. Um, and honestly, he he was very open about. You know how hard it was to care for his mom, and oftentimes the, the those feelings of guilt, frustration, and just kind of seeing her uh, in in healthcare, you know, decline uh, overall. And um, it's, to that end, you know, so many people were uh, joining with Sean to say that you know these are easy steps I can take, and you know, each and every one of us, um, there's little things that we can do every day just to make the lives of our loved ones or caregivers that we know easier. So. 
to your point, Gary, it's really some you know simple steps that we can all take to support those that we care about. We have always found that when you have a celebrity who's a caregiver, you basically have a caregiver who's a celebrity. You know, mm. the idea it's of caregiving being the great equalizer, where no matter how how famous you are, how potentially rich you are, that when it's your mom or your sister or your husband or your wife, you feel the same feelings that every other family caregiver feels. It just equalizes us. It really, really does. And honestly, you know, Sean um, ha- has just been, you know, fearless and gracious and just so committed to the effort. And I, from the very beginning, it was apparent that, you know, he in particular sees it kind of similar to how uh, you and I do too, Carrie. You know, caregiving is such a, a group effort. It impacts all of us. It, you know, affects everyone in the family. And that it's so crucial for all of us to come together to find ways to support each other. And, um, you know, by taking care of ourselves, we can also be the best us uh, for those who rely on us. So I, I think it's really with that spirit and that commitment that, you know, the passion and the experience that Sean brought to Time Counts has really, you know, motivated others to really want to step up uh, in a similar passion of, you know, not only the self-care aspect for, for themselves as caregivers, but also recognizing um, that others that are, you know, connected to Sean or those of us that are, you know, in the community, you know, seeing caregivers, you know, giving selflessly their, their time and talents around each other, that, you know, there, there were these little things that we, we could do to, to help each other. And I think that's just been what's so rewarding about Time Counts and why it's really seemed to resonate people like Sean, but also, uh, as you mentioned, the global movement, the nine caregiver organizations that have really joined with us globally to help us, you know, share share this message. You know, whether here in the U.S. it's the National Alliance for Caregiving or the Caregiver Action Network, you know, we look in Europe with, with EuroCarers or Carers UK, um, and then around the rest of the world, like Roots and Shoots in China or in Australia with Carers Australia, it really is an effort where each of us can hold hands and work together uh, to really raise a collective global voice. I've known so many of the groups for so many years. You're really in a good company. Scott, I, I really appreciate your point of uh, caregiving being a group effort because sometimes people think, oh, that's your situation. Oh, your mom's caregiver. Caregiving affects every single member of your family and every one of your close friends and every situation you go through in life. So I'm, I so appreciate you bringing that point up. Is something I just I, I feel so passionately about, Gary. That as, as I think about um, how we can all you know work together uh, to um, better support caregivers. Because I, I look at my own personal experience with with my mom, and it really is um, a, a team effort uh, to support my mom. You know, I, I may be the one at at the you know the past years who's been that day to day support, but my my brother plays an integral role. Um, you know, my mom's brother plays an integral role. You know, each and every one of us in our own way um, all come together, not only to support each other, but also to be there in that, that support for my mom as well. So it, it's part of my, my personal experience that really resonates and hits home as well, that it really is a group effort. And that's really uh, what Embracing Cares is all about, is that we're a group of interested individuals wanting to come together uh, to do the best that we can globally to support caregivers. Give me some call to actions. What can we do and what should we do as people listening to this podcast? I, I see so many uh, opportunities for us 
uh, to take action. You know, first and foremost, you know, spending time with the cared for person um, is is such a a critical um, opportunity. I, I I really view that as um, something that uh, enriches not only their life uh, but our own. Um, but then also, uh, as we were kind of talking a, a little bit more just around, you know, what are some of the specific examples of, of what people could do? You know, I think there's also um, elements that we can do uh, to just give that caregiver uh, an additional break, you know, beyond the, the errands support or helping with transportation or um, helping with uh, pets and things of that nature. That, that aspect of like very specific time breaks that uh, really connect strongly to time counts. I, I'll give you a couple examples. If, if I'm um, someone who knows a caregiver that really wants to help, I would say, you know, you could give them a something as small as a 15 to 20 minute break, you know, giving them a chance to go out for a walk on their own or giving them a chance to, you know, journal or meditate for a while or, you know, get in a little bit of exercise that maybe they wouldn't have been able to get in otherwise. Those 15 to 20 minutes go such a long way towards improving the health and well-being uh, of the care um, and caregiver, which also improves the health and well-being of, of the individual that they're caring for as well. And if, if you happen to have more than 15 to 20 minutes to give uh, as a part of an effort like Time Counts, say you have 30 to 60 minutes, you know, you could give them a chance, the caregiver, to maybe take a nap or maybe have a longer workout or wrap up some loose ends on a project or something around the house that they just didn't have a chance to get to, knowing that sometimes caregiving can really be a 24-7 journey, uh, as, as so many of us know. And if you can go beyond 60 minutes, which would be absolutely phenomenal, and all of us as a part of Embracing Carers would be so happy to see you do that, maybe you can give them a chance to actually leave the, the home and actually have a chance to go to the gym or go to the grocery store themselves or you know, maybe even make some time to go and visit with, with friends, all sorts of those activities that allow for that social networking, the social interaction, the, the ability to kind of just have a, a little bit of a break in the day goes such a long way. So something as small as 15 to 20 minutes of time is immensely valuable. And, you know, even that, that 60 minute uh, block um, just goes such a long way. So I, I hope those are just a couple of helpful tips for folks who are looking to take action and support. Actually, I like the breakdown of I have 15 minutes. Sometimes I might think it's not enough time to help, but it's plenty of time to help. It just depends on what task your, you know, your friend or family member needs and how much time you have to offer towards it. I will tell you this. We at Caregiver pledge to help you guys reach your million minutes um, pro as fast as humanly possible. So we'll do everything we can to help you. Uh, we're so grateful for the collaboration, Gary. It's, it's such a pleasure uh, to have the chance to, to work together to get to this goal because my strong belief is if we can get to that, that million, it's just thinking of the number of lives that we can impact on that, um, even just with those 15 minutes uh, for all the caregivers here in the U.S. and around the world, um, that's a lot of help that we can give with those million minutes. So we're very grateful to, to have the chance to join hands together with you uh, to really get to that goal. Well, I want to call it something different. Let's call it the first million minutes. <laughs> love it. I love it, Gary. <laughs> what is the one most important 
piece of advice you have to share with family caregivers? That's such a great question, Gary. You know, I maybe if, if I were to take an angle that we haven't talked about as much today, my one piece of advice would be to talk about it and not hold back in being willing to share your story. Uh, you know, it, take, it took me, I should say, um, about 20 years from a um, really an awareness perspective or a, a self-recognition perspective, or actually I should probably just say from a self-identification perspective, um, to identify myself as a caregiver. I always just thought that I was a son who loved his mom uh, and was doing right by my family. And when I took the time to really think about the, the role that I was playing and really identify, identify myself as a caregiver, and frankly, to really be able to speak about the role and the important um, support that I was providing through the caregiver experience and journey, um, it has really just had a transformative impact on my life and many of those around me. And, you know, finding ways to weave it into my, uh, my personal life with friends and family members and even finding an echo in my own workplace uh, and finding ways, whether it's working with our uh, human resources team or our health and wellness team, um, you know, here at EMD Serono, uh, it's it just had a transformative impact. And we've seen, um, you know, our own workplace step up in ways that, you know, a couple years ago I would have never thought possible. You know, we now have an employee resource group here dedicated to um, really providing peer-to-peer -peer support and resources and tools uh, for caregivers within our workplace. And I, I, I don't know if, if there weren't those of us sharing their, their stories and perspectives that we would have had a chance to, to get to the fact that we have a dedicated employee resource group now. So I, I guess if, if there was one thing I would say is just the, the power of you sharing your story and your experience and um, being willing to self-identify and just kind of the, the, the doors that, that open to support, to resources, and um, just to being able to um, recognize that there are opportunities to self-care and, and live a better life. Well, caregiving leaves nobody unchanged. It's, I know what you guys are doing and we're trying to do is make sure that changes for the better.